We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Premier Baseball Show in Chicago. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. It shows you a couple things about how Quattro thinks about his ball club. He knows this is not a thunderous offensive lineup. He doesn't want to give away a run early, but normally you play the infield back in this situation. Especially with two in scoring position and a base hit. Ben Attendee will score. Robert right behind him. Great read, great send. It's two to one. Now the one-two. And Berger lines out in the right center. Should score at least two. Benintendi and Robert are in. Here comes Moncada. That is a bases clearing double. Single biggest at bat of the ball game. Tyone sets at the belt. Here's the pitch. Hit in the air, deep right field. Suzuki looks up. Grand slam. Kyle Schwarber gives the Phillies a 4-0 lead here in the first. The pitch. Clemens drills one deep right center field. Morell going back. And this one leaves the yard. Cody Clemens with a two-run home run to right center field. And the Phillies are pouring it on. It's six to nothing here in the first inning. It's time for Hit and Run with your host, Matt Spiegel. Sing it. Good morning, everybody. It is indeed me, Matt Spiegel, with you on Hit and Run. If you are a faithful Sunday listener, I want to thank you for being here. I want to uh, apologize for some Sundays off early in the season. Mother's Day last week was also the weekend of my father's 90th birthday celebration in New Jersey. The OG baseball fan, the archetypal baseball fan of my life, turned 90. 
and there was good baseball content um, in that weekend because we did a Jeopardy game where we asked him trivia questions about his own life. That was really fun, and I got to be Alex Trebek. And one of the questions was, when you had transglobal amnesia, which was a short version of amnesia, very scary that he had about a decade ago, what was the first thing you remembered when you came out of it? And the answer was the full lineup of the 1946 Boston Red Sox. That's a true story. That's amazing. And he he remembered that, so got to answer that trivia question in Jeopardy correctly. It was like when he came out of it, my brother was there. He was like, is Dad okay? I don't know. And he said, I think I'm okay. And my brother said, well, what's something that would be hard to remember? And he said, well, how about the lineup of the 1946 Red Sox? And he had it. So, anyway, thank you for uh, your understanding. Unfortunately, I got to miss next week, but that's because I'm doing pregame and postgame and the fifth inning of play-by-play for Cubs baseball, which is a rare treat, as you know, that comes around for your boy every once in a while. So I'll be doing that next week. But then after that, I got nothing on the book. So I'm your Sunday Huckleberry for all of June, I do believe. And um, we'll pledge not to miss it as the baseball season heats up. Good morning to you. Hope you are great. We're going to have some fun. We're here until noon today. We have a lot of guests to squeeze in, and they're good ones. Our guy Chris Kampka, the Sultan of Stat from NBC Sports Chicago. I know he's got nuggets on Jake Berger and Christopher Morell. Um, so looking forward to that around 940. Oh, do I have a good trivia question for you to go into the 10 o'clock hour and an insane doubleheader we need to discuss At 1020, the Cubs director of hitting, Justin Stone, who is in charge of all things hitting. What the hell does that even mean? Let's discuss, shall we, with Justin Stone, uh, the Cubs system and how they work on it, how they teach it. We will talk about a couple specific players as well, but kind of a theoretical, philosophical conversation about hitting. I'm uh, very much looking forward to with Justin Stone. At 11 o'clock, Taylor McGregor from the Marquee Sports Network will be here. We'll talk about all the stuff that she has learned about that ball club in uh, some very tireless work uh, on the sidelines. And then at 11.45, my guy Jack McMullen um, from Just Baseball, who was at last night the Iowa versus Indianapolis doubleheader where he saw both Kyle Hendricks and Hayden Wesneski. So we'll do that just before Cubs pregame. Along the way, tons of White Sox content I was there at the game yesterday with my boy, the associate producer, who was here and ready to screen your calls. And uh, lots of other White Sox content that we will get to for sure. And we'll start there in a matter of moments. Uh, But first, you should know that you can call us at 312-644-6767. That is the uh, phone number to reach us here at the Hyundai Studios. And the score listener line, by the way, is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. You can also text that number, 312-644-6767. The text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com as we broadcast live from the Hyundai Score Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. So, where to begin? Let's talk about it. That was a really fun White Sox game on a beautiful day. Me and the boy there in the sun, sitting down the left side, section 144, I do believe. I can tell you a couple things. Number one, the mac and cheese is legit at section 123. 
I mean, my goodness. Uh, also, colleague Alyssa Bergamini almost got me to walk for a giant bagel dog at Section 105 with a little video teaser up there on the board. I did not do that. Um, this is the important stuff. The boy chose the dipping Dots with no line over the rainbow cone with a huge line. I stand by his choice. I think that's an efficient choice. And the kid zone still rules, folks. The batting cage for shorties was, it, it was too small for my 11-year-old, but the line was also shorter. I'd like to thank the kind White Sox attendant for letting us go in there. But we saw a lot of good stuff. Here's one thing we saw was you heard Len Casper talking about it right there. Watching Luis Robert run to score in the first inning, that is a very special athlete. And I had told Ruben, that's look how big he is and look how fast he is and how good he is in center field. And then we got to watch him run. And then the White Sox played an absurdly, not just clean, but stellar game defensively. There was a strike him out, throw him out, double play. Which, which Ruben loved. There was a 5-3-5 double play where Andrew Vaughn made a very good read and a quick, accurate throw to get a, a runner from second to third. We have that play, as a matter of fact. Moncada had to back up a bit to play a better hop. And on the play, Prado out of third. What a throw by Andrew Vaughn. Really nice play. My, it's nice to hear Len Casper, by the way. We usually don't get to hear on this show, but I uh, got to hear him there. He's a hell of a bass player. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would know, I guess. Yeah, huh? I do. I do indeed. Len's I'm in a, the best. I'm in a band with that guy. Sonic 45 is the band that I'm in with that guy. Um, but anyway, Adam Hazley with a diving catch and right. Luis Robert, maybe my favorite play of the day, on top of a bloop for a force out. He did what you have to do as a center fielder where you come in and kind of leave it in question whether you're going to catch the ball so that runner who's staring at you freezes. And then he grabbed it on one hop and made a quick, accurate throw to second for a force out. I love that kind of play. So, look, the White Sox played very, very well. That was fun in the sun. These are games they have to win. The Royals are bad. They're the only definitively worse team in the division than the Chicago White Sox and by the standings as well. This is a series you need to sweep. Two down, one more to go. Lance Lynn on the mound for the White Sox today. Uh, do we have an official starter yet for the Royals? I don't think so. Still TBD right now. Still, I'll let you know. Thank you very much to Sean Sears. And there's White Sox news, which we will discuss in our next segment as a familiar player has come up. Not familiar to White Sox fans necessarily, but familiar to Chicagoans. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But the story of the White Sox offensively continues to be Jake freaking Berger. The numbers are outrageous. The uh, The numbers at home are even better. But, man, you are seeing power to the pull side. You are seeing power to the opposite field, that drive for a double. There in the open, you're seeing speed dude at a triple. He, he attempted a stolen base, which was really funny. Was it true? Going to bring that one. Oh God. <laughs> it, it was, it was very, very entertaining. And you know, the, Jim Margulis over at Sox machine wrote a hilarious column about the stolen base. The, the whole thing's great, but 
He wrote, a mustachioed Jake Berger resembles a mall cop who doesn't get paid enough to run. That was the lead. (laughs) Oh, Jim, that's strong. That's strong stuff. The whole thing is funny. But how about Jake Berger coming off two torn Achilles in his first couple of years in the system, not just hitting but running and being healthy? He is a joy to watch. And, I mean, he's the best hitter on that team. And he doesn't mind being a DH. Here's Jake Berger on being a designated hitter. You know, I've, I've kind of enjoyed it. Um, you know, I learned from uh, the best of them in Gavin Sheets. And, uh, you know, he's kind of helped me uh, figure out that role, um, you know. But, uh, like you said, I'm trying to stay ready, uh, you know, defensively as well. And, um, you know, it gives me gives me some time to really get after it uh, with my defensive work, you know, because you know you're not going to be playing the field. So you can kind of gas yourself a little more uh, in the early work. So that's Jake Berger on being a DH. He's comfortable with whatever, and he's hitting like crazy and is not going to go back to the minors anytime soon, ever again. I don't know. That's a big league hitter, folks, period. And maybe he should have been here earlier, but their positional logjam kept it from being the case. But they're lucky they found it. So anyway, in the midst of this 13-game stretch against the division, they're now 4-1. and one. Four and one. That'll work. Keep it going. So last year with the New York Yankees, Jamison Tyone logged 177 on the third innings over 32 starts. This from Jordan Bastion at MLB.com. Had a 3.91 ERA, 151 Ks, and just 32 walks. In 177 and a third innings, just 32 walks. He has six walks. In his last 12 and two-thirds innings. Tyone did not walk his sixth batter last season until his 11th appearance of the year. Command is the big issue. He is not locating. And that, that lack of command is not just about walks. What it means is also that if his curveball to Kyle Schwarber is not exactly where he wants it, It might just hang up there as a freaking cookie for Kyle to do what he wants with. On that pitch where Schwarber hits the grand slam in the first inning as Tyone has fallen apart in inning number one, Schwarber took an 0-2 curveball earlier in the at-bat, and it was low, so Tyone went back to it. His quote after the game was, I thought if he lays off it once, maybe he'll lay off it twice. So it's 2-2, and he's going for a curveball at the bottom of the zone. Be all right if it's a ball, but maybe you'll get a called strike. So he's thinking maybe Schwarber will lay off of it, but it's actually on the bottom of the zone. He gets a strike. And then Tyone said, quote, maybe I tried to make it too sharp or something and kind of got sped up on it. Does that mean he tried too hard to impress his new team to be perfect? Remember, baseball is hard. Here's Jamison Tyone um, talking about his year so far and how he's put the team in a tough spot. Just put us in a hole there. Um, early traffic, leadoff hitter gets on, maybe went into nibbling a little bit too much, gotten some bad counts, gave up some hits, and then obviously hung a pitch to Schwarber there. Um, that's what he does. So, you know, right there, just putting us in a four-run hole right off the bats. A tough spot to, to put the team in. He's Babe effing Ruth. I did say that about Schwarber a while back. He wants to make a good impression, does Jamison Tyone on his new team. He wants to be great. Just signed a big contract. He's in commercials. You see him and Giolito for the furniture company. 
It's a um, weird commercial. What's that? It's a weird commercial. I agree. It's very strange. It is strange. But, you know, but there they are. It's like, wow, look at that. A baseball player from each side of town. When's the last time we saw a commercial with a player from each side of town? Ozzy and Lou commercials were everywhere together. They did a bunch of stuff together. But a player from each side of town is probably more recent than I can remember. I mean, there should have been, obviously, you know, there should have been Frank Thomas and Mark Grace commercials. There should have been Derek Lee and Paul Konerko commercials. I'd watch that commercial. There should have been Rizzo and Jose Abreu commercials. Some company who's been around for 30 years should only feature the first baseman of these two organizations. And maybe there'll be a Matt Mervis, Andrew Vaughn update at some point. Got to prove some stuff first. Rosen Algonquin. Hey, come on. (laughs) Rosen and Algonquin. He's the first baseman. So anyway, Tyone Bad. What's going on? I read this quote from Schwarber after the game about Trey Turner, who's off to a slow start, because Schwarber is also off to a little bit of a slow start, but is starting to pick it up. Last year, he was very slow out of the gate and then turned it on and hit 46 homers, as you probably know. Listen to Schwarber (laughs) talking about Trey Turner. You want to make a good statement of yourself. When you feel like you're not living up to your expectations, you kind of get in your own way. I'm not saying that's it for Trey, but I felt like that last year, early last year when I was scuffling. That's Schwarber on Trey Turner. And then go back to Tyone, what he said. Quote, being on a new team in a new place, you want to prove that I deserve to be here and that I'm a good player. So far, I haven't had the opportunity to show that. It's a pretty crappy feeling. Listen, folks, there's nothing wrong with Jamison Tyone's stuff. Jan Gomes says the stuff is fine. In fact, the velocity is up. It's not the attention to detail and preparation, says Tyone. It's not that. It's just when I'm out there, I'm not making pitches like I'm used to. There's nothing wrong with the stuff and the movement. In my opinion, he's broken right now because he's trying too hard to make a good impression. Because he's a freaking human, and baseball is hard. His problem is that he's human. And he's pushing and pressing, and we've all seen it for decades and decades when new guys who sign big contracts, it's not everybody has the same mentality. Not everybody's Dansby Swanson. Yeah, you're right. And it's interesting, he's, along with Keegan Thompson, they lead the team in first pitch strikes. So these guys are getting ahead of pitchers or hitters more routinely than the rest of this lineup. They're just not finishing them. And and Tyone is not finishing. He's not executing. To me, I think about when he says that curveball, maybe I tried to make it too sharp or something, kind of got sped up on it. Questioning himself, trying too hard. I don't know how you reach that from a human perspective. I it, It's difficult. You know, I like to play amateur psychologist, but this appears to be a job for the mental skills coach and the mental skills team because Tyone is crazy analytical and looks at all the stuff and works very hard on learning anything he can to get better. But he's bad right now. He's really bad right now. There is depth coming. You'll hear from Kyle Hendricks and about Kyle Hendricks on this show. Javier Assad in a couple of days uh, can come back up because of the weird option rules. So you've got, you've got options, I, but he's not hurt, and the stuff's not bad. So I suppose we'll see Tyone uh, given, given more chances here. I don't think that you invent a, 
a fake injury for a dude when he's scuffling like this, when he's this important and the stuff is fine. But he's got work to do on the human side. All right, phone lines are open. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. You can call up and get involved. You can text and get involved. Very much like to hear your thoughts on the White Sox, where they stand right now, on the Cubs, where they stand right now. And I've got lineups for both teams, for both of the games coming up. Oh, there's a local guy in the Cubs lineup, I believe, getting his first start. We'll talk about that. Sunday lineup for Justin Steele. Go shut him down, Justin. And we'll give you the White Sox lineup with that familiar face that I mentioned. It's hit and run with me, Matt Spiegel, right here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel. Sundays, 9 a.m. to noon. And he drives this one deep to left, and it will just sneak over the wall for a home run. That's the fifth home run he's hit off Lucas' lifetime. And the only problem with this is Lucas got it too close to the plate because Salvi likes to swing at everything. And that is his 10th home run, his 26th driven in. You could hear some of the boos there. And the reason the boos were coming is that Salvador Perez, the outstanding Royals catcher, and by all accounts, a terrific guy, was chirping like crazy into the White Sox dugout. Just yapping and chirping and pointing. And it was like, whoa, what is that? It was jarring. It's like, uh-oh, I, I thought maybe we'd have some um, some beanballs or some fisticuffs. 
or what have you. But as it turns out, um, Elvis Andrus, a good friend of Salvador Perez's, was giving him a bunch of crap while he was at the plate because there was a check swing and he didn't go all the way around. But Elvis was like, he should be out. He should be out screaming and just giving him the business. And then Salvi homers and is giving it back to his friend Elvis. And not just Elvis, I guess Eloy and was it Moncada? Yeah, Billy Hamilton. So all those guys are just giving it to Salvi. So Salvi, who's been around a while and knows all those dudes, um, was giving it back to them. And he was not used to being booed. Here's Salvi on being booed. Not not many fans, but have you ever heard booze before? <laughs> that was my first time. Everybody asked me about that. <laughs> don't, even the don't party feel behind the home plate tonight. Like, wait, they booed you. Yeah. They don't know you. <laughs> you know, it's nothing uh, for the picture for the way. So I just understood. You guys know Andrew. He likes to talk, you know, and, and we always play. It's some, something between him and me. It's not nothing personal, nothing for White Sox, no, nothing for the player. So it's just, he likes to talk, you know, he, and we play around. He did the same thing when he was in Kansas City. Yeah. 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 It was more just good-natured fun between you guys. Yeah, you know, they, they like to talk. I like his energy, you know. And also, Pedro know me, you know. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> King Anderson tell me that the Anders talk too much. Moncada, everybody, everybody say the same thing. So it's good when you got a guy like that, you know, or a lot of energy in your team. You know, it's good. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's Salvador Perez on like having fun with all those guys. And of course, Pedro Grafol and Sal, Sal are, are, are very close. He, he owns Giolito, by the way, uh, historically. It's outrageous. Um, you know what that reminds me of? Just like giving each other crap like that in a good natured way. Uh, it is the cousin of Jimmy Butler and Grant Williams putting their foreheads up against each other the other night in the basketball game. It is a close related cousin. It's just freaking competition, man. And it's beautiful. It's great. So no, it it wasn't chirping. I'm glad there wasn't anybody upset and no throwing at anybody. Um, here's the deal. Uh, I got a Cubs lineup, which I mentioned Um, But I I have a White Sox lineup, and I want to talk about that. Do we have the full White Sox lineup? If if, if we don't have the full White Sox lineup, I could be wrong about that. Check that in that, Sean. What I do know is who's up to be with the White Sox today. That's the story. The story of who's up to be with the White Sox today, as reported by Daryl Van Scowen of the Chicago Sun-Times, is that Clint Frazier is here. Clint Frazier, who was a Cub. Last year, beginning of last year, uh, briefly, then was set down, changed his name to Jackson Frazier, and then was DFA'd, started the year in Texas, and was doing well there, but then got DFA'd there, picked up by the White Sox, and since he's been in Charlotte, seven homers, an OPS of 1.317 in 16 games at AAA Charlotte. Absolutely destroying the ball. And I, I think he's Clint. So Clint Frazier now, not Jackson, is back in Chicago. And we'll see if he's in the lineup today. But White Sox trying to find lightning in a bottle with a big, big time former prospect. Number 17 overall prospect in 2017 was Clint Frazier. And here he is talking about how he can be a spark plug. This is from this past week in Charlotte. Jeff Cohen of Sox Machine got a hold of Clint Frazier. Here he is. 
I think I bring some energy, you know? I mean, I know a lot of teams enjoy guys that are considered spark plugs. I think I can go out there and, you know, provide whatever you need, whether that's offensively, defensively, uh, good morale guy, you know? But overall, you know, I mean, I think there's a lot left in the tank for me. And, you know, obviously there's a, there's a belief system set up inside of my heart, and I'm just trying to go out there and prove it. So Clint Frazier is feeling it. Belief system inside his heart, says the man. And here he is talking about his swing as well, which he says feels very good. Feels pretty good right now, you know, regardless of results. You know, I, I, I feel convicted in, in my plan right now and I think it's just a matter of time before, you know, things get going. So Clint Frazier, the fifth overall pick of the Cleveland then Indians in 2013. That's when Mark Appel went number one. Chris Bryant went number two. John Gray, who pitched yesterday for Texas, went three. Cole Stewart. Is he still in the Cubs system? No, they've got Cole Franklin. They had Cole Stewart briefly. Big pile of Coles. Um, Austin Meadows went in that draft. Tim Anderson went in that draft. Aaron Judge down at 32. That seems to have been a good pick um, for the Yankees. But, yeah, that's that's where Clint Frazier was picked, fifth overall. He has worked on some stuff down at AAA. James Fegan wrote about a little bit how his stance is more open. And Cameron Seitzer, the – uh, hitting coach down in Charlotte is working with him to open that stance a little bit. And anyway, here's Clint Frazier up for the White Sox, and I suspect he will be in the lineup today. We'll have to see. Um, Cubs lineup here for you has Nico Horner at second base. This is going against Zach Wheeler, right? It was TBD. I believe it's officially Zach Wheeler, which is tough news for the Cubs. He's good. Nico Horner, Dansby Swanson, Ian Happ, Seiya Suzuki, Mike Talkman gets the start in center field today. Christopher Morell is your DH. I like that. If Morell's not going to play center, I think he should DH. I don't think he has another position where I'd want to trust him on the big league level right now. Morell's an interesting conversation because the versatility is real. The utility at those spots is not. Just because you can play those places doesn't mean you should. Um, center field is a real good spot for Morell. And then right or left, if need be. I don't, I don't know, especially now with Nico back, obviously. But even at third, I'm not sure. I mean, they, they, they'd rather have Madrigal at third. We saw that directly at Morell at second and Madrigal at third when they were both in a lineup last week. Anyway, Horner, Swanson, Hap, Suzuki, Mike Talkman from Arlington Heights or Palatine? Arlington Heights, maybe. Uh, Morell is sixth. Matt Mervis hits seventh. Miles Mastroboni is your third baseman. Well, there's an answer. They'd rather have Miles Mastroboni over Morell at third base. And Tucker Barnhart is your catcher. Woof. Good luck, Justin Steele. I think you'll have to be great with Talkman and Mastroboni and Barnhart out there. But, you know, tough righty, Zach Wheeler. Uh, and we'll see how uh, aggressive David Ross is to make a swap should a lefty reliever come in. After Wheeler and when, of course, that will be. Uh, Texters, by the way, reminding me of some commercials for those first base tandems. Anthony Rizzo and Frank Thomas for Bona Beef. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, and there should have been an A.J. Pruszynski, Michael Barrett commercial. Yeah, if Michael Barrett had a sense of humor about himself, if he could have been self-aware about that whole thing. Um, that could have been an absolute goldmine, but I don't think Barrett ever felt good enough about it. Kudos to Fox TV on the national broadcast with Benetti and Pruszynski yesterday, bringing up 
the 17th anniversary of that landmark moment um, because it uh, it very much was on uh, the minds of a lot of people. Frazier, one of those 4A guys, says a texter, yeah, like better than AAA but not good enough for the big leagues. I know. There's a lot of guys like that, but sometimes they do break through. Sometimes they do get a chance, you know? It's interesting. In that same draft, a guy named Colin Moran. You guys remember Colin Moran, lefty first baseman with power? A couple of good years in Pittsburgh. I believe he's still in the minors, is Colin Moran. Just kind of fighting it. Not wanting to go to the big, not wanting to go uh, to the couch and not giving up on the big leagues. Uh, I know he was in Indianapolis last year when I went down there to take a peek. Tough. Hard game. Very, very difficult game. 312-644-6767 is the phone number. Our guy Chris Kampka going to join us in a matter of moments. The Sultan of Stat from NBC Sports Chicago. I've got good trivia for you later. Justin Stone, the Cubs director of hitting, is on the show at 1020. Taylor McGregor from Marquee on the show at 11. And then Jack McMullen from Just Baseball with a check-in on Hendricks and Wesneski, who he saw live there last night in Indianapolis for a doubleheader. Wesneski was really, really good, by the way. So that's a good sign. Maybe they should convert him to a reliever. I haven't heard that yet, but you got to assume it's coming, right? A big arm like that. A lot of these guys, you got to think, eventually are going to get big relievers, right? Well, you know, you don't want to give up on Wesneski, but something happened with the stuff. That's not a... It's not a Justin Stone question. It's more of a Daniel Moscow's question. Let's try to get him down the road again anyway. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. But you are listening to Hit and Run with me, Matt Spiegel, right here on 670 The Score. As we get ourselves cam connected on a Sunday morning and talk to Chris Kamka, one correction. My bad. Uh, it had said possibly Zach Wheeler. And I uh, jumped the gun on that. It is Taiwan Walker going for the Phillies today. Oh, I saw in Savant that it said Wheeler, too, so that's weird. Nope. Taiwan Walker is your starter for the Phillies against the Cubs. That game coming up at about 1235 right here on the score. And then on the other side for the White Sox, we've got uh, still TBD over there uh, against Lance Lynn. It is hit and run. Matt Spiegel. 
here with you on a Sunday morning talking baseball in our unique two-team town. And we bring in our guy Chris Kampka, who joins us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline, Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Chris is the Sultan of Stat from NBC Sports Chicago, and he joins us now. How about this kid, Michael Garcia, of the Kansas City Royals, who has seven family members who have played in Major League Baseball. I don't know if you can research that, but how many guys have seven family members, including Alcides Escobar, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is his cousin, five cousins and two uncles in the bigs at some point in their lives. That's amazing, Chris. It is amazing. And before yesterday's game, I was you know flipping through the Royals media guide and I came across that note and I'm saying, that's amazing. So we have to find a way to get that in the broadcast. So we did. Yeah. I, I can't imagine anybody could have surpassed that. Um, it's possible, but that, that was amazing. And by the way, we'll, we'll mention Michael Garcia again. Oh, really? Uh, in a, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, I, well, well, good. Well, to come up. All right. Excellent. Well, you know, th- there were four, uh, actually there were five Delahanties, right? Ed, yep, there's five brothers, yeah. The five brothers, uh, there was Ed Delahanty and Willie and Jim, and I think there was another Tom. Ed. Yeah, there was Tom. I, I, there was a Joe. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's... Yeah, I think it was uh, like George Foreman. Frank. I think there was a Frank. I, I think there was a Frank, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So there's five of them, so it'd only take a couple more for them to get to seven. You know, a couple of cousins here or there, so... Um, yeah. Interesting, but that's that's not why you called, Chris Kampka. That's not what we do around here. By the way, it's hit and run later on in the show. Justin Stone, director of hitting uh, for the Cubs, and Taylor McGregor from Marquee. But Chris, uh, tell me about Jake Berger, who is outrageous right now, a joy to watch, and oh my God, is he slugging? Yeah. So um, the other day, he hit his tenth home run of the season, and it came only in his seventy seventh at bat of the year. And I figure how many White Sox reached 10 home runs in a season that early in their, at bat-wise. And, and he's the fourth, the fourth fewest of bats to reach 10 home runs. And the three home, three guys above him, uh, you will recognize their names. Hmm. Um, so 77 for Berger this year, 74 for Jim Tomey in 2006, which shouldn't surprise a lot of people because he was incredible that year. Yes, he was. Um, this one might might be somewhat surprising. Paul Konerko, 72 home runs in 2010. He was more of a steady guy. Not like huge bunches of home runs, but but he really started out well in 2010. And, and number one was Frank Thomas. Oh, my God. But in 2005. Wow. And a, and a lot of people forget how good he was. I, I, I would have loved to see a full season of Frank Thomas in 2005, especially – having part of the team on the field in the World Series. Um, Thomas's last 162 games with the White Sox, he had 47 homers and 121 RBIs. So he didn't exactly leave Chicago in the whimper. He was very strong, just injuries plagued him. But back to Jake Berger. Wow, that, that, that's amazing. Hang on. For, for those who don't yeah. remember, I mean, Frank in 2005 didn't even play until May 30th. That's his first right. game. So May 30th through July 20th was his entire season. And he is the fastest White Sox uh, player in terms of at-bats to get to 10 home runs? Yep, took them all of 69 at-bats in 2005 <laughs> to reach 10 home runs. He was he was amazing when he came back. Wow, that, that, that's, really that's really good context in uh, for Jake Berger's 10 home runs 
through 77 at bats. That's something. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, at home this year, he's got nine home runs already. Um, only three players hit at least nine home runs at home last year. And Gavin Sheets was the first to do it. Gavin Sheets hit his ninth home run at home last year on August 2nd. Wow. Um, and Jake Berger's done it already. That's, that, that, that's, that's amazing. Um, all right, so now I'm just waiting around for Michael Garcia's name to come up. I got to be honest. Like, I'm like, what the hell? How the hell um, could Michael Garcia's name actually come up in this conversation? So it wasn't there. It wasn't in the Jake Berger content. Noted. No, I mean, so you know, Michael Garcia, if you if you look at the his listed weight, 145, yeah. which is tied for the second lightest player in all the players in the baseball reference uh, listed weights. So the, the lightest is Yanni Hernandez, who played one game with the Dodgers this year. Um, at 140. The next is Garcia at 145, tied with Christopher Morrell. So how could one of the lightest players in the league be one of the heaviest hitters? There's no way that Morrell is buck 45. Yeah, probably not. But I just go by what's listed. Uh, yeah, I um, understand. I understand. So, th- But this is this year. At first, you, yeah, yeah. Okay, this year. I mean, if you go to his MLB page, it's also right there, 145. That's probably, I mean, almost certainly not true, but just amusing. <laughs> um so he, he has seven home runs in his first 10 games this year. Yes. That's tied for the most home runs in any 10-game 10, 10 span by anybody this year with Max Muncy, Pete Alonso, and Aaron Judge, who happens to be the heaviest position player in the majors at 282 listed pounds. All right. So what, what, is he, what is he tied with them for? Give me the number again. I missed it. Uh, seven home runs in the 10-game span. Wow. And Morrell did it in his first 10 this year. And the other names are Aaron Judge... Judge, Max Muncy, and Pete Alonzo have had seven in any 10-game span this season. Wow, that's, that's, a great, that's a great stat. I remember when Muncy was on fire, the Cubs intersected for, for part of that. Alonzo is probably the best, most consistent power hitter in baseball off to a torrid start and, what, a two-time home run derby champ. And then Aaron Judge just bested Roger Maris last year. That's where, yeah. that's where Christopher Morell is right now. Yeah, and um, – yeah, probably the club record for most home runs the first 10 games of a season is since at least 1901. Uh, and, and that means probably all time. I just don't have access to the uh, pre-1901 game logs. Gabby Hartnett had six in his first 10 games in 1925. I mean, and, and when you think of Gabby Hartnett, what I think of is that one picture with he's hanging out with Al Capone at Comiskey Park. So that's how far back that is. <laughs> Uh, and his bowling alley. He had a bowling yeah. alley up on the northwest side. I have friends who used to go to it and like grab a Gabby Hartnett autograph before they switched out their size seven kids' shoes. Doesn't everybody seem to have a bowling alley? Every <laughs> former ex player seemed like it. They they like, should. I, I mean, every former player from like the twenties, thirties, and fifties, all of them it seemed like. All right, there is a correct answer to this question. Which former White Sox player? should open a bowling alley and would be awesome greeting people, saying hello he, he, at, at his bowling alley. Who, who would it be? I, I, I don't know. For some reason, it comes to mind uh, Ron Karkovice or Ron Kittle. Ron Kittle is the correct answer. Yeah. Kittle's bowling alley would be awesome. It would have all yeah, his it art. It would have all his art there displayed. You could buy art in the gift shop. I mean, come on. And yeah. you nailed it. You know it. His personality would be so good. He'd, he would just, he, he would probably want to do the shoes. He'd probably, just you, so he could talk to everybody. You could wait your turn to bowl on one of those baseball bat benches. 
I mean, it's amazing. It's perfect. You could have one of those benches. But <laughs> you're absolutely right. Well, if you'd like to take a seat, by the way, I make those, and that one could be yours. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a no-brainer. Somebody get on that. Somebody call Kittle immediately. Get him on that. How about one more Christopher Morrell nugget here? Yes, please, uh, be, because he's an electrifying player with incredible energy, and he cool. is he is many people's favorite Cub, especially those who are missing Javier Baez. He's my wife's favorite Cub. So that's two straight seasons now. He started the season within at least a 10-game on-base streak. Wow. There's only three players in the majors that have started each of the last two seasons with a 10 or more game on base streak. It is Christopher Morrell, Jose Ramirez, and Randall Grichik. Good luck <laughs> guessing that. <laughs> no way. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Was, I was staggered to learn that Randall Grichik, I think, is 34. I feel like he's still a prospect who we're like, well, maybe he'll pan out one day, you know? But it's crazy because it, it, isn't he in, he's in Colorado. Yeah. And he's like, Having a great year, but yes. only one homer, just a bunch of hits, which you expect him. He was he was a guy who could just hit a bunch of home runs, but he's not hitting them. But he's but he's still productive. It's weird. Oh, is he um, is he thirty one? Did I make him thirty four? Okay, he's thirty one. My bad. Thirty one. Okay. Uh, I, I, well, I, I mean the point. I, I the added three years. I had, I added three years. He's over thirty. You know, which means. I don't know. He's, he's he's still young, younger than me. A lot younger than me. Well, sure. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. And he's the first Cub with on base streak of ten or more games to start consecutive seasons since Aramis Ramirez in two thousand seven oh eight. So wow. it's been a while. That that is that is tremendous. Um, love it. Uh, Chris Sale was real good last night in Boston. Uh, by the way, oh, uh, and, and I, I know I was watching. I were you? Yeah, I know. I know that's one of your guys. It's interesting. Um, Chris Sale. The adjustment that they made apparently a few starts ago was to get him more comfortable in his mechanics, more athletic. He was a little too robotic. And it's funny when you hear him talk about his mechanics, he's still he knows he's like, it's not like I've ever had beautiful mechanics, comma, but I do feel more comfortable. And that's what it's about. So he was he was a really good version of himself last night, fought his way through a sixth inning, and then they put him back out there for the seventh, and he went one, two, three. Pretty cool. Yeah, I was surprised to see it. I mean, even the broadcasters, uh, they're like, yeah, that's it for Chris Sale. After six, he came back out. Yep. Um, he looked great. Um, it just has that, that strange, violent kind of motion. It's just so much fun to watch. I would put him in my top five favorite starting pitchers to watch. Um, I don't know who the fifth is, but um, – <laughs> But, it, but he'd be in my top five, yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's uh, pretty phenomenal. Chris Kampka, great stuff. Hey, I'm going to ask this one to the audience. I'll ask it to you, but you can't answer it. Um, I'll give the answer uh, in the next segment. Ronald Acuna Jr. is on pace to lead the National League in both steals and OPS. Stolen bases and OPS, among other things for Ronald Jr., that would be amazing. There are two players since 1945 to have led their league in steals and OPS in the same season. You could probably answer it. Feel free to text me if you want to, but I'm not going to let you do it on the air because we'll do it for the listeners off the air when we come back, okay? Oh, that's a great question. All right. Thank you, Chris. Have a wonderful day. Yeah, you too, Speaks. All right, man. Yeah, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the best player in baseball. It is It is. In, inarguable right now, in my opinion. He's outrageous, and 
He is leading the National League in OPS at 1.042. Yandy Diaz of the Tampa Rays is number one in all of baseball. And Acuna ahead of Nolan Gorman by 11 points in OPS. Nolan freaking Gorman. There are a lot of people angry at me out there because I uh, talked about the Cardinals in derisive fashion for several days after the Wilson Contreras affair or the affair de Contreras. Um, And I stand by some of the stuff I said, which is that organizationally, I feel like the Cubs have passed them because of the pitching development issues that have been brought up and some of the embarrassment that has taken place. But in terms of this year, right now, have they won 10 of 12? Is it 11 of 13 now? I think it might be, I think it might be 10 of 13, whatever it is. It's very good. They're on an absolute tear and Contreras is back catching. And not only is he back catching, he's hitting crazy bombs. Uh, It has lit him on fire, this entire situation. So we'll, we'll update you on some of that when we come back. I'll give you that answer to the trivia question. There's an incredible doubleheader coming up today in MLB, which we need to discuss. All of this in advance of Justin Stone, the Cubs director of hitting, who joins us at 1020 right here on Hit and Run on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.